5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. All right, yesterday uh, I mentioned that we were going to go on this little mini excursion talking about covenants as uh, for Tabor Church. This is uh, covenant season coming up here. A couple of weeks at Tabor Church, we're going to be... uh, doing a covenant signing uh, both in church and electronically for those that are still outside or um, watching from the outside. And so uh, today as we talk about covenants, we're going to start with a covenant that we don't always look at as a covenantal relationship, even though it'll kind of make sense. But we're going all the way back to the beginning. The beginning, Genesis chapter 1, God's creating everything and uh, and everything's being pulled together, and God, you know, is uh, in Genesis chapter one, right? God created everything, uh, and then He addresses like the you know the people, the humans, right? And He says we're going to make humans in our image to be like us. They will reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock, all the wild animals on earth, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. God. Um, blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and govern it. Reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and the animals that scurry along the the ground. Then God said, look, I have given you every seed-bearing plant throughout the earth and all the fruit trees for your food. And I have given every green plant as food for all the wild animals, the birds in the sky, and the small animals that scurry along the ground and everything that has life. Right, so God is kind of here establishing some some rules, some things that He would like them to do. All right, so here, if you remember from yesterday, you um, we talked about how it, these covenants are establishing kind of a partnership. Now, God is not trying to be able to say that we are on equal footing. God is still God. God still knows way more than any any about anybody does, right? And so this this isn't necessarily equal footing. God still has sovereignty. God still knows more, right? But he's still trying to establish a partnership. God likes to partner with us. God likes to use, you know, the the people in this world to be able to carry out all kinds of different stuff. Now, he kind of lays out there in Genesis 1 a little bit about, here's the things that I'd like you to do. And here, what we go to in Genesis chapter 2 is kind of this more, this unfolding of the story. And then when you see Adam, who's uh, there in the garden, he's taking care of it. God knows that he needs a partner and creates Eve. You know, there's this kind of beautiful partnership there. And now they're partnering with God. But God says here, God place him, the man, in the Garden of Eden, tend and watch over it. But the Lord God warned him, you may freely eat the fruit of every tree in the garden, except the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. If you eat this fruit, you are sure to die. So you see, there's kind of a somewhat conditions, you know, and this is part of, you know, oftentimes part of what the covenant does. Like, I'm going to do this and you're going to do this or not do this. And this is established here. God says, I've placed you here. All the fruit that you see, eat it. Everything that's been placed here, right, it's for you. Oh yeah, one thing, 
one thing that I'd like you not to do. There's a tree that's in the middle of the garden, the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Like, that's the tree. God probably even took him to it and said, this tree right here, don't eat of the fruit. That's it. You can come and enjoy it. You can come and look at it. You can come and enjoy it. I mean, like, but just don't eat of it. I mean, and that seems to be much of what the stipulations are between God, Adam, and Eve, right? They're in the garden. You can do whatever. Like, you're going to take care of it. You're going to tend it. You're going to do this job. I'm going to be here. We're going to walk and talk together. But hey, guess what? Don't eat that fruit. That's it. And what we know is that that was broken. Fast forward, Adam and Eve are there, tempted by the serpent. They take the fruit, they eat the fruit, and God, and it says that their eyes were opened. They were like enlightened, and now God comes to them and they are hiding. They hide themselves away, they cover themselves up. Why? Because they know that they haven't done what is good. And this is kind of that covenant part, like what's going to happen now? Like, you did the thing that the covenant said not to do. Like, God said, do this, and they're like, cool, we'll do that, and then you didn't do it. And so what happens? The covenant breaks. And so this is what God does when he, in Genesis chapter 3 then, in the fall of mankind, humankind, is that what you find then is that God's saying, this is what's going to happen. Like, I can't allow you back in here again. I can't let you back into the garden. So you're going to be removed, and this is grace for you that death is now going to be a part of your existence. And there's all kinds of, you know, what we find the curses of, of, uh, of their sin or of their, you know, disruption is that, you know, God says, you know, Adam, you're going to work and toil and it's going to be hard for you to be able to work the fields and get food out of it. Like, so that's your curse. And, you know, Eve, like, you know, there's going to be pain in childbirth, which, you know, come, I like, was there not before? But I don't know. Those are all questions we'll ask God later. But there was those curses that came out of it. And it was all kind of this consequence of breaking the covenant. Now, there was no, I mean, and this is the reason why some people don't look at the, uh, the, this beginning piece as a covenant, but it really is establishing a set of partnership here. This is what I want you to do. This is what I don't want you to do. And when that's broken, then there's consequences. And we're going to see some of the other ones. There's no, you know, some of them have rituals or, or ceremonies that are a part of it. This one, not so much, but there are a distinct set of things that God says, this is what we're going to do together. All right, think about that, uh, you know, the Genesis covenant uh, between Abraham, or I mean, not Abraham, we're going to get to him um, later, but the uh, Adam and Eve and this partnership, this covenant that God makes with them. Think about that. We'll be back again tomorrow with uh, more covenant talk. Take care.